bringing on uh, our friend of the show and uh, our my good friend Jesse Jane Duff Gunnery Sergeant retired who are from the military. Thank you so much for your service. Welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. Oh, good afternoon. Oh, good morning. It's awesome to be on your show again. I appreciate it so much. You know, Jesse Jane Duff, I, I want to tell you this, Jesse, that it's always our privilege to have you on. I'm always excited when Michelle tells me you're coming. Give us your take on what is going on. Give us your take on um, the, the debate last night. Run it by us. Uh, give us the story. Well, I think that you did a very good assessment. The president had every reason to be ramped up because Joe Biden has gotten a path from the media on every single scandal. When we watched Chris Wallace ask him how many times, twice or three times, about disavowing racism or white extremism, but yet he he was reinforcing a lie, a myth that he had said there were fine people on good sides, both sides. He knows as a journalist that that comment was was already debunked by multiple sources, including the president's own tape. The president's own tape said, I am not talking about the white extremists and neo-Nazis. They are reprehensible or whatever language he used to disavow them. He says, I'm talking about there were good people on both sides fighting. And it was about fighting over the Robert E. Lee statue. Right. And for them to take that and 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 it was it was professional uh, misconduct, in my opinion, that Chris Wallace would would reinforce a myth or a lie like that. If you're going to be a journalist, you should not be out there doing gotcha questions. You should be doing you should be stating the facts as you know them. You don't need to be doing a fact check per se. But when you know that you are now asking a question for something that is actually intellectually dishonest, you're part of the problem and not part of the solution. Uh, we saw Joe Biden get away with every single time a tough situation came up what did chris wallace say oh let's go on to something else yeah hunter biden he was actually sitting there trying to justify hunter biden in burisma said he didn't do anything wrong yeah are you kidding me and then when when a uh, president came out and said unequivocally how did your son make 3.5 million dollars oh no they locked out mayor's wife yeah how? and what did they do Michelle, she's breaking up. I go after him for his tax return. How is it that all this information just came out about Hunter Biden and Chris Wallace does not question him about his son's uh, deviant associations and contacts? So I don't mind our president handle getting tough questions. But why isn't it balanced with the exact same issue for the other person? Please explain your son's influence with foreign entities. How is your son was able to get that $1.5 billion deal in China? How is it your son was on the Burisma board after you threatened to uh, uh, have the prosecutor fired on tape? How is it that you were able to, we got the documents and the records and Joe Biden standing there going, it's not true, it's not true. So his supporters are like, oh, it must not be true because Joe Biden said it's not true. Everything was there. Chris Wallace could have said, we have this documentation by 
uh, as he went after the president with the New York Times article, then why aren't you going after Joe Biden with the documentation that you have? I don't mind tough questions for our president. And you know what, Jesse? An equal balance. Another question that uh, never, never, never has come up is how did Hunter Biden get into their field of view to begin with? Somebody well, we had to make that introduction. His father was vice president of the United States. Exactly. We know this was pure nepotism. We know the guy got removed from the United States Navy. I don't know if it was a dishonorable discharge, but we do know that he got discharged for snorting cocaine after only, I think he was on his first drill. He was a Navy reservist that got a waiver to join the United States Navy because he was old. He was 43 years old. <laughs> you don't enter in the military at that age. He needed a and he job. Was, and he normally, needed a job. Go ahead. He needed a job is what it was. That's what it was. I don't think, no, I need a job. A lot of people need a job. It's because his father was the vice president. They knew that they could use him to influence these seedy deals and negotiations that they were a part of. If they scratched his back, I mean, the history of the Bidens getting these deals is nothing new. His brother got deals for housing in Iraq. Biden's brother, uh, and now Hunter has had, now that we know, deals that are tied to Russia that have inadvertently been tied to human trafficking and prostitution. I'm not saying that he himself was human trafficking or participating in prostitution, but these deals, the money often comes from nefarious sources. So here you've got Hunter Biden tied to the vice president of the United States. It's typical nepotism. It's just like Chelsea Clinton getting, what was the, the job she got that was over a million some odd dollars? Yeah. You know she got that thing job because she was a Clinton. Yeah. You know, you don't see any tough kids out there making money because I haven't made it yet, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But Jesse, everybody everybody loves you though. Everybody loves you. Tell me about, tell me this though. Talk about this for me. Uh, Has this political game then become absolute blood sport? Will it ever, will it ever be civil again? What's happening here? Is there, is there something different that has shifted in uh, the, I guess, the, the, the national attitude uh, in our nation uh, once and for all. I think it's been shifted. It's been shifted for some time. I remember watching George Bush never defend himself, and Democrats vilified him. I mean, this was actually a nice guy. He would rarely defend himself. They went after him for the Iraq War. It took maybe four to six weeks before he came out with his defense of, you saw the same intelligence that I did. You cannot rewrite history. I remember him saying that. But it was almost as if it was four weeks too late, six weeks too late. This has been going on. Joe Biden started a lot of this when he vilified, go back to Clarence Thomas hearings. Who vilified Clarence Thomas, Joe Biden, go look at those tapes. And then who was the other guy that we put up nominated for the Supreme Court? I think his last name was Bork. Bork. And he vilified Bork like you would not believe. He eviscerated him. It started really by Joe Biden, who's now playing this nice kind of old man, when the reality is he has desecrated and shot down and destroyed names and reputations at all costs. He called African-American super predators when he did this 1994 crime bill that disproportionately impacted the African-American community over that of white Americans. And many people would say, well, black people have higher crime rates. But you don't understand when you look at what he was actually going after 
impacting African Americans more disproportionately because to suggest that the drug trade is a black crime is unequivocally false. But we do know that different types of drugs are used by different types of communities, and they went after a community at large that impacted the African American community for what generations? And at what point are we going to say the prisons are not a solution for education? At what point? We got Quiet and Fume running in Baltimore now against Kim Klaychik, and every time he cheats Klaychik, and every time he turns around, he's vilifying uh, President Trump. Well, you know what? If you really want to be on that platform, Mr. Mbume, because this man, President Trump, has come out with what we call a platinum plan that is essentially going to revive the black community from a lot of the disproportionate economic uh, efforts that have not been successful by Democrats that is going to impact that black community in a way that we're going to empower them versus penalize them, empower our schools, empower our communities, empower our churches. Yeah, and you want exactly. to go against President Trump? Why you say? Let me say something to you, Clay. You say you also signed that 1994 crime bill with Joe Biden. That's how old your butt is, and how long you've been in politics. <laughs> so you want to keep chasing after the president? Wise women. Your record in Fumé. Wise women Wednesday, and you know what, Jesse? Uh, what's happening is they're putting the same thing in there that they lost in uh, the the congressman that died that passed away, and it, this Elijah. Uh, the Cummings, yeah, uh, that passed away. Gwen Fumes, the same guy. He's the same guy. And it's he just had amazing. that seat before Cummings. Yeah. That's what a lot of people don't really remember. And he resigned from that seat. As he also had to resign from the NAACP for sexual misconduct and nepotism, giving favors to his the girlfriends of his son and himself. He had to resign. There was over $100,000 paid out by the NAACP, but they buried that report. But they exposed him when he was running for Senate against, uh, Jen, I think it was Cardin. He, we, they exposed him because they didn't want him to get the seat. I mean, uh, Julian Bond didn't care for him, Fumé. Yeah, so they no. made sure that that got leaked to the Baltimore press. He hence did not win that Senate seat, but he's trying to revive himself now. Jesse, I have about uh, have, I dare to say in Baltimore, you probably got ballot harvesting like you see with Ilan Omar up there oh, now in Minneapolis. No now doubt about it. That. James O'Keefe. It's happening. Like, this but, is the corruption. You can't win honestly. You've got to win by stealing. Jesse, I have about three minutes left here with you. I want to thank you so much for being on with me. Let me, let me say this to you. Uh, tell everybody, let me ask you this, tell everybody how we can may get in touch with you, bring you to a city, town, you know, a church, wh- whatever, near us. Talk to us about it. It's, you know, I, I don't, so this is probably a, a suicide mission on my part to be a, a smart <laughs> businesswoman, but I don't have a speaker's fee. And that probably should entice a lot of people to invite me. Uh, I could have a speaker's fee and probably be worth more than I am. But oh the way I look God, at it is, could, is that uh, the mission is more important than what what we have at stake right now is very important for it to be heard over and over again. And so what I do, I, I speak on behalf of the campaign right now. So everything that I do from now to the election has to be approved by the campaign. But after the election, the battle's still going to be going. You think these doggone trolls are going to go hide under a bridge? No, they're going to come out in full force. And we have to invigorate and enlighten and empower 
people to fight back because President Trump saved this conservative movement that we are on. All of us are on this. He saved us from defending these wars that we thought were so righteous. He got us to recognize that we could do economic empowerment for the inner city, the forgotten man, the forgotten woman, and the, the rural communities. He sees all people as an economic capability for our nation. Instead of keeping people poor so that you can control them with your politics like the Democrats thrive upon, he's empowering everybody because if you have a strong middle class, you have a strong country. But they want as much as they blast these rich people, they're the biggest party of perpetuating poverty and destruction so that they can control people. That's just what communism did and how they destroyed Vietnam. Got the poor people to uprise against the rich and drove all the wealthy and the important and educated and, and lawyers and doctors out of the country. Well, how's that going to work out for you? How's that going to work so, out for you? You're just inviting just... me. Anybody who wants to get in touch with me can find a way because I do have a website. You can find my email address on there. And I will come out and I will speak. All I require is people cover the transportation and a hotel if I need to have that. Yeah. But I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to destroy anybody's, uh, break anybody's budget. Well, I no, we'll get you. We we'll method. get you out there. In fact, I'd love to uh, rendezvous with you out on the road somewhere. I think it'd be a great one to punch and a great visual as well. Listen, God bless you and God keep you. Is my prayer. Continue to fight the good fight, Jesse Jane Duff. And thank you so much for your service to our nation. Uh, I know that you will fight the good fight because you are. Again, thank you so much for being on with us today.